Hello and welcome to episode 476 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, March 21st, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Tuesday prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain a good death. O Mary, how shall I die? Even now that I think of my sins and of that decisive moment on which my salvation or eternal damnation depends, of that moment in which I must expire and be judged, I tremble and am confounded. O my most sweet mother, my hopes are in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thy intercession. O comfortress of the afflicted, do not then abandon me. Cease not to console me in that moment of so great affliction. If I am now so tormented, by remorse for sins committed, the uncertainty of pardon, the danger of relapse, and the rigor of divine justice, what will become of me then? Unless thou helpest me, I shall be lost. Ah, my lady, before death obtain me great sorrow for my sins, through a thorough amendment and fidelity to God during the remainder of my life. And when my last moment arrives, O Mary, my hope, help me in the great distress in which I shall then be. Encourage me, that I may not despair at the sight of my sins, which the devil will place before me. Obtain that I may then invoke thee more frequently, so that I may expire with thy most sweet name and that of thy beloved son on my lips. Nay more, my lady, but forgive my boldness. Before I expire, do thou come thyself and comfort me with thy presence. Thou hast granted this favor to so many of thy devout servants. I also desire and hope it. I am a sinner, it is true. I do not deserve so great a favor, but I am thy servant, love thee, and have full confidence in thee. O Mary, I shall expect thee. Do not disappoint me of this consolation. At least if I am not worthy of so great a favor, do thou help me from heaven, that I may leave this life loving God and thee to love thee eternally in paradise. May all the words that I speak Be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. Holy face of Jesus of the veil of Veronica. Dear Lord, through the immaculate heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times. Blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. Pater Noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God Be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. I wanted to take a look, friends, today at an article um, of a Catholic apologetics by Mr. Matthew Pleasy from the Fatima Center, which was initially published on October 1st, 2019. And it's a critical topic because there's so much indifferentism in the church today um, under a false guise of ecumenism. There's a tendency to say, well, I'm okay, you're okay, don't we kind of worship the same God? And when it comes to Judaism, people will say, well, the Jews are uh, Catholics' older brothers in the faith, and you can still hold fast to the old covenant and be saved. This is a dangerous error in theology. Everyone needs to convert. Jews, Muslims, Protestants, Orthodox fallen away Catholics, even practicing Catholics, especially the man who's speaking into this microphone right now. We all need to repent and believe in the gospel. It's not good enough to tell someone, stay in whatever religion you're practicing and just, you know, do whatever feels good or do whatever you think is right. No, there is such a thing as objective truth. So much of the problem in our society nowadays is people are not pursuing the truth. Interestingly enough, I saw this in a meme the other day. Um, The person was making reference to the fact that most people don't believe in things because they're true, which is the only reason you should believe in anything. Most people believe in things because it's socially acceptable. This is what my family believes in. This is what my friends believe in. This is what people believe in as I'm scrolling through Twitter. No, we cannot live that way. That's why society is in so much trouble. Doing what's popular, believing in what's popular instead of believing what is true. It's the only reason to believe in anything. We have to have a relentless pursuit of the truth in our lives. As Dr. Peter Kraft so eloquently states, the only things that matter in life are truth and love. They're both equally important. And if we love people, we have to love them enough to tell them the truth in regards to religion. This article is entitled, Modern Judaism is a False Religion. Catholic Apologetics number 36, once again, this is from the Fatima Center, begins with a quote from the Baltimore Catechism number 3, question 390. The veil of the temple was torn asunder at the death of Christ because at his death, the Jewish religion ceased to be the true religion and God no longer manifested his presence in the temple. People might erroneously think that because Jesus Christ was a practicing Jew throughout his lifetime, Judaism may still be a true religion, pleasing to God and capable of bringing its practitioners to salvation. There are other Christians who assert that the practice of Judaism today is meritorious in some way, often justifying this 
by suggesting that the Jews of today are the older brothers in faith of Christians. But these notions are entirely false. The Jewish religion of the Old Testament Israelites had been divinely revealed, and hence it was the true religion at that time. However, it was brought to a definitive end by the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. By his perfect and eternal sacrifice on the cross, the God-man established his new covenant and made the old covenant obsolete. Since our observance of religious duties is due to their institution by God, they cease if and when God chooses to end them. And this he did in regards to the old covenant. We follow religious customs and rules only because God wishes for them to be observed. To do so for any other reason would constitute superstition. Whereas in the time before Christ, the temple was where sacrifice was offered to God and the remission of sins was obtained by animal sacrifices, that reality ceased by Christ's fulfillment of the old law and his institution of the new law. The Baltimore Catechism likewise explains, The Jewish religion, which up to the death of Christ had been the true religion, ceased at that time to be the true religion because it was only a promise of the redemption and a figure of the Christian religion. And when the redemption was accomplished and the Christian religion established by the death of Christ, the promise and the figure were no longer necessary. Baltimore Catechism number 3, question 391. Furthermore, the Baltimore Catechism clarifies what was abolished. The moral laws of the Jewish religion were not abolished by the establishment of Christianity. For Christ came to destroy, not to destroy these laws, but to make them more perfect. Its ceremonial laws were abolished when the temple of Jerusalem ceased to be the house of God. By moral laws, we mean laws regarding good and evil. By ceremonial laws, we mean laws regulating the manner of worshiping God in temple or church. Baltimore Catechism number 3, questions 392 and 393. Thus, while we are right to and must observe the Ten Commandments because they are the basis for morality, we would be wrong to insist upon observing the dietary laws of the Old Testament. To claim that the eating of pork is sinful, that meat and cheese should not be eaten together, or that the rules on farming as outlined in the Old Testament apply is false. In fact, teaching others to observe these abolished laws is sinful. Modern Judaism is not Old Testament Judaism. After the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, which was prophesied by Christ himself, see Luke chapter 21 verses 20 through 24, the remaining Jews who were not killed in the slaughter set about to reestablish their ethnic communities and religion. Yet without the temple, they fell back upon a practice which had been developed during the Babylonian captivity, where their religious customs and rites centered about the synagogue. They could no longer offer the prescribed sacrifices, for these were only permitted to be offered in the temple. Being incapable of fulfilling the precepts of the Mosaic law handed down by the patriarchs and prophets, they instead invented a new religion with numerous similarities to their ancestral religion. Thus, the destruction of the temple led to the establishment of rabbinical Judaism, which ultimately replaced 
Pharisaic Judaism around the 6th century. Its centerpiece text was the Talmud. The Talmud contains numerous horrendous blasphemies about our Lord and his Blessed Mother, including calling Christ a sorcerer, attributing his miracles to magic, asking for his name to be blotted out, and deriding him for his shameful death. Modern Judaism, which is based on the Torah and the Talmud, is a new man-made religion intended to attack Christianity. The Old Testament Judaism, which was abolished by our Lord, does not exist in our world any longer. So when you hear of Judaism, do not mistake modern Jewish practices to be in line with those of our Lord's time. While both groups are usually referred to as, quote, Jews, they are very different. It is our duty as Catholics to try to convert and save the souls of all non-Catholics, including Jews, since they cannot be saved in their false religions. Those who claim otherwise, even if they be priests or bishops, objectively fall into material heresy. The Catholic Church alone is the only true religion in the world. It was instituted by God himself to perfect and replace the religious worship and faith he had previously revealed precisely as a preparation for the fullness of his revelation. The incarnate word, God himself, assuming a human nature and dwelling amongst us. There was an issue a few years ago with Bishop Barron. He had a conversation with uh, Mr. Ben Ben Shapiro, the famous neoconservative political pundit. And Mr. Shapiro asked Bishop Barron about, you know, do I need to convert? Do I need to become Catholic? Can I be saved? And Bishop Barron talks about, you know, Jesus being the privileged way. No, Jesus Christ is the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. When we think of other religions, uh, Siddhartha Gautama, also known as the Buddha, said, don't look to me, look to my Dharma, look to my teaching. Okay. Um, Muhammad, if he even existed, and Robert Spencer in one of his books makes the claim that there's very scant historical evidence that Muhammad actually existed and the first biography was written about him 150 years after he died. It would be almost akin to the first biography of Abraham Lincoln being written uh, now or, or a few years ago. But let's say for sake of argument that uh, Muhammad, who's considered the prophet of Islam, actually existed. He didn't say that he was God. Now, all of these other religions, and these people aren't claiming that they are, in fact, God. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, claims to be God. He said he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. You can't be saved by any other way than by our Lord. This has to be preached. This has to be preached. If we love people who are practicing modern Judaism... Islam, Protestantism, Orthodoxy, Atheists, whatever the particular case might be, we have to tell them that Catholicism is the one true religion. We have to love them enough to say that. Let's add now this again from the end of the article. 
by Mr. Pleasy, the prayer for the conversion of the Jews. O God, who dost manifest thy mercy and compassion towards all peoples, have mercy upon the Jewish race, once thy chosen people. Thou didst select them alone out of all the nations of the world to be the custodians of thy sacred teachings. From them thou didst raise up prophets and patriarchs to announce the coming of the Redeemer. Thou didst will that thine only Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, should be a Jew according to the flesh, born of a Jewish maiden in the land of promise. Listen to the prayers we offer thee today for the conversion of the Jewish people. Grant that they may come safely to a knowledge and love of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, foretold by their prophets, and that they may walk with us in the way of salvation. Amen. Prayer of the Congregation of Our Lady of Sion God of all goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee through the Immaculate Heart of Mary and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles to cast a look of compassion upon the children of Israel, that they may be brought to the knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and may partake of the precious fruits of the redemption. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. And we will have a follow-up article about this tomorrow because it's such a crucial topic. Our Lord wants everyone to be Catholic friends. Let's love them enough to tell them the truth. They need to repent and believe in the gospel. Let us conclude today by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach located on the web at halo-soma.org and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in which I discuss with my wonderful niece and equally wonderful sister, RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers that has been a revolutionary breakthrough in helping them to communicate. Communication is a human right, so we want to get the word out there to as many people as possible. Once again, that's H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org and episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I want to make that the most listened to episode of this program. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tu, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicut Erat in Principio et Nunc et Semper et in Secula Seculorum. Amen. The Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. 
Hail, Joseph the just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, or our pernobis. Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, or our pernobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, or our pernobis. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 476 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.